This is episode 514 on the 29th of April 2022 the final episode of April 2022 our donkulous story is being floated as far as the Indian national T20 superficial domestic competition is concerned and the story is baffling because of the timing now a few pseudo experts former players turned commentators though i question their credibility as commentators are saying that players of a certain team who were released as far as the mega tamasha is concerned and signed by other teams want to do well as far as performing in front of their former team is concerned but isn't it ridiculous because for example take the example of individuals like kuldeep yadav or rashid khan kuldeep yadav played for a majority of the time for calcutta and then he shifted to delhi and then he was signed by delhi when the retention policy was that you could only retain three or four players and then everybody else had to go back into the draft pickup and they did not choose kuldeep yadav then theories were being floated around that he was not comfortable with the team management he was not given enough chances we don't know it's just a hypothesis but the theory has been there for a long time and now when he's doing well for delhi when he, for example yesterday when he picked up four wickets against uh, calcutta and calcutta lost the match though we can debate about calcutta losing five in a row at another time so he's saying i want to perform well against my former team the same ridiculous question was asked of rashid khan how does it feel to perform against your former team i don't think any of these players want to answer such a ridiculous question but they have to because it's not for the first time that players are playing against their former team it's just a matter of who signs up whom and you can only have two or three players and who are going to be the two or three players whom you are going to keep and the rest of the players are going to be signed by other teams i can give multiple examples take the example of a mayank agarwal he started with delhi moved to bangalore then to punjab rahul started with bangalore then moved to punjab then moved to lucknow i don't know how is this theory even make sense at any point in time but that's the ridiculous nature of this theory it doesn't matter which team you play for you are getting the paycheck whether you play for delhi punjab lucknow gujarat or any other team take the example of how many players mumbai had to let go because they could only retain a few players then the players whom they let go they are missing the likes of rahul chahar the pandya brothers quinton de kock and many others but it doesn't matter 
it doesn't matter which jersey you wear which team's jersey because eventually you will represent your country hardik pandya will if given a chance be an indian all-rounder so will winton nikog be a south africa batter they will eventually go home and they will play for their country or the teams at home here it's a bit of fun time you win good enough you lose well there is nothing you can do about it and the usp of this tournament has been all about winning the toss and bowling first you don't even have to inquire why do we even need the toss toss is just a gimmick an illusion a charade i will bowl first it works sometimes it doesn't work other times well it didn't work for bangalore when they restricted rajasthan to 145 they couldn't chase 145 it didn't work for chennai when they couldn't chase 190 it worked for gujarat when they chased 200 but for gujarat it was all about luck and let's be realistic the indian grounds are small indian grounds are the smallest grounds in the world the boundary dimensions are ridiculous whether it's for a 20 over game 50 over game or a 5 day game of course in a 5 day game you don't see sixes being hit you see one six in every maybe 20 30 overs so that's not something that is concerned about of course the world cup will be held in australia where this the boundary are at least 80 85 meters and they are big and they are far and it won't be that straight forward to hit a six so don't get carried away by the six hitting you see in this tournament because that's not going to happen as far as the world cup is concerned and it becomes a simple thing you win the toss you bowl first and if the other team doesn't have the pedigree they will be bowled out for 140 though they can depend 140 that has been seen or if, the, if that team somehow makes their way to 200 then it's a matter of luck and a bit of good planning and whether the chasing team can chase 200 so in this tournament it's all about having a clarity about the resources available the new factor is irrelevant that's what i understand and as far as of course certain teams are being targeted for being in a bad position now teams like chennai and bombay are being targeted for not winning enough matches or not winning any of the matches so teams like calcutta haven't had had their share of luck now they have lost as the statistics go five matches in a row after they were three on o they were three wins and one loss now they are nine matches three wins six losses but there's nothing you can do about it if they are losing they are losing if their plans are not working they are not working but this pedonkulous story that a player who was signed by a team and that team had to tell him that we have to let you go and and some other team picked them up and he is performing well for that team it doesn't mean that his relationship with his former team's management was good or bad that doesn't apply that doesn't matter as i said it doesn't matter which team you play for because players have played for so many teams and you look at quinton dickock he's played for at least four teams he started with delhi 
moved on to Bangalore, then to Bombay, and now Lucknow. So where is that loyalty? But people forget for players like Quinton Dickov, Kuldeep Yadav, or any of the players. For them, it's just about having fun. If they do well, they do well. If they don't do well, it won't affect their paycheck. It won't affect anything. That's the thing. It's not just this tournament. It's any tournament. And just because Rashid Khan's debut in this tournament was with Hyderabad as a 17-year-old, and now he's already 23 and a half, but being put on the list of legends, or I still disagree with that. He has a lot, long way to go, and in five and a half years, he's already put himself on that kind of pedestal. And but I think his impact, his Rashid Khan's whole thing is just fading. Yes, he's a good player. He's an all-rounder, and I already knew him as an all-rounder. But he did not play this way for the for his own team. I don't think he even knows that he's part of the Afghanistan team. He's been playing for other other tournaments for so long, whether it's Adelaide or Karachi or Hyderabad or Gujarat, that he may even forget that he has a national team to play for. But then the national team he plays for does not play too many tournaments does not play too many tournaments against so-called bigger teams or full member nations. Though Afghanistan is a full member nation, it took them almost 13 years, but they achieved that. Afghanistan is happy playing with teams like Scotland, Netherlands, Bangladesh, Papua New Guinea, and such associate nations. And Afghanistan can beat them all in a hard heartbeat and you will call them a great team. As I said, this tournament is all about having fun. So which team you play for is the least important thing one can think of. And what will happen in this tournament as far as which four team will qualify? I've already put my finger on the four teams and I don't see... And now I don't see Calcutta. I'm adding Calcutta to the list of teams who may not qualify in addition to Chennai and Bombay and Punjab's chance also are not so high. But there could be a race for the fourth position between Hyderabad, Rajasthan, Punjab and Bangalore. If we presume that Rajasthan and Gujarat are at the top of the table, for the fourth position, four teams are going to... For the third and fourth position, we have four teams who will jostle. Hyderabad, Lucknow, Bangalore and Punjab are going to be the four teams who will wrestle for the for two spots. If we presume that Rajasthan and Gujarat are now almost into the semi-finals. But as I said, Rajasthan as a team looking for its second win, Hyderabad third win, Bangalore first win, Punjab first win. Calcutta, if they win the next six or next five, their third win. Gujarat, their first win. So, a lot of things are coming into action. And will these performances impact their induction into the national teams? Well, that's something that we have been talking about for years. That if they perform well in this tournament, 
will they do well as far as the national team is concerned i can't predict of course people are superficially excited about umran malik but as i said in my previous episode let's not get too excited because we showed the same superficial excitement for umesh yadav once upon a time for mohammed shami or varun aran and for many others who during that time were bowling at 150 or if you go by the speed gun bowling at 150 but i am not going to be super excited of course umran malik should get a chance he could be with the team but let's not get carried away maybe in two or three years time injuries will become a factor it, it always does shami was plagued by injuries otherwise shami should have played at least 90 matches by now umesh yadav doesn't get a chance because of other individuals involved bumrah we were excited by him but he hasn't been able to shine as he has in the previous uh, tournaments who knows what will happen while this tournament continues and it will continue for another month and it will continue every year for 60 days during the summer all good memories and memorable things eventually come to an end 46 months of fun over 500 episodes and 15 hours of content this is what this talk show has provided to everyone a talk show which has become popular a talk show which is synonymous with quality quantity great content great interviews being on time being the virtue of simplicity as well as being on time and there are so many things associated with this episode there are no things which you will feel why this happens and the best part is the best talk show in the world has added life the best talk show in the world has added life to the monotonous world of both podcasts because if you look at other such podcasts or talk shows or whatever with the terminology they focus or are myopic about the theme they choose they are very limited with their themes they talk about one subject when they will continuously talk about technology after a while technology will become a boring topic or they will keep talking about sports how long can you do that post in patches and in middle you can do that no one is denying that fact because yes sports is a wonderful conversation when when you talk about different subjects it adds to the fun and that's what this particular talk show gives back to this tournament so we are half way into this tournament but there is no consistency as far as how many teams have played nine matches how many teams have played eight matches but one thing is for sure the second half of the tournament begins will that mean that the teams at the bottom will start climbing we have seen that we hope that every year every year this conversation happens that teams at the top will start maybe not having the same amount of luck they had for the first 7 8 matches as i said it's all about luck this tournament is about luck is all about 
planning to say the least so there are no good buys as far as this tournament is concerned but that's the fun that's the whole thing but once again to that predominantly theory of players wanting to perform against their former teams that's something i will disagree with well let's take the example of brendan mccullum he played for kochi for example he played for calcutta he played for chennai so he played for three different teams maybe four teams i don't really recall i don't really care dhoni played for pune for a short while steve smith played for rajasthan and pune so far hardik pandya has played for two teams he had a seven year relationship with the bombay team Rohit Sharma, his first four years he played for Hyderabad Deccan. Then he moved on to Bombay. Very few players have stayed with one team. Maybe Kohli is one example who has stayed with Bangalore. That's just a matter of perception. But whether, but I still disagree with this story that you want to perform against your former team. You don't. There are no grudges. There is no time for grudges. Yes, you do well, but for you, but whether you're playing for Delhi or Gujarat or Rajasthan or Hyderabad or Lucknow or Punjab or Calcutta or Chennai or Bombay, it really doesn't make a difference because at the end of the day, if your team wins, you are happy. If your team loses, you'll be unhappy. And maybe next year or two years later, there will be a situation where. certain players will be told to go to the other team and they will get players from other teams in their teams suryakumar yadav half the world doesn't even remember he started his career with calcutta nitesh rana on the other hand started at bombay and moved to calcutta so why are we getting excited there is nothing to be excited about of course we presume that if the likes of kuldeep kuldeep yadav are doing well as far as this tournament is concerned he should get a chance as far as the national team is concerned go ahead give him a chance but you can only have 20 players in the national team out of which 11 can play nine will always not play if we include the extra added team due to the virus and all those imaginary circumstances and that's one thing one has to consider but this theory doesn't make sense it's just something it shows the lack of content on the part of the pseudo experts or commentators over print and electronic media that we suddenly start coming up with these things that they are they are playing well against their former teams and we have taken examples like pandya quinton de kock rahul chahar or kuldeep yadav kl rahul KL Rahul started with Bangalore, then moved on to Punjab, then moved on to Lucknow. How long will the contract with Lucknow last? One doesn't know. Which team will win this tournament? It's difficult to predict. One thing is for sure: Calcutta, Chennai, and Bombay have a slim chance. Punjab and Delhi will have to do better to take their chances further, while. if one presumes that gujarat rajasthan and hyderabad are sealing the top 3 then for the fourth position 
Lucknow, Bangalore, Punjab and Delhi are fighting for the fourth position. And in tonight's match, tonight's match between Punjab and Lucknow, what is another ridiculous theory that we have two former friends playing against each other? Which haven't we seen this before? We have Mayank on one side, Rahul on the other side, who were openers as far as the Punjab team was concerned, but before Rahul moved on and signed up with Lucknow, could have been easily been the other way. But Rahul had a more glamorous touch to him than Mayank. That was always going to happen. So it's about which friend has the upper hand. Now let's let's just be clear. Whoever wins the toss will bowl first. Let's not even get into that debate. Then it becomes something between Rahul Chahar and Ravi Bishnoi. Ravi Bishnoi is seen as a guy who only bowls Googlies. If you ask me, it really doesn't matter. But some people have a very rigid about why is he only bowling Googlies? Why not wrong one? Why not flipper? Why not the leg spin? Who cares? These things hardly ever matter. But Sometimes they become important. And of course, Yuzvinder Chahel for Rajasthan, seeing as a great spinner. Well, he started his career 11 years ago. And no one took him seriously as a 20-year-old. It's only the past 3-4 years that he has started doing well. He is now 30-plus, so he knows what he has to do. And that's the discussion which will be floating around. He played for Bombay for a while, then moved on to Bangalore and now he plays for Rajasthan. Similarly, look at Ashwin, Chennai. From Chennai, he moved on to Punjab. From Punjab, he moved on to Delhi. From Delhi, he moved on to Rajasthan. How is there any kind of loyalty? And if, if that's the case, then when Ashwin was playing for Delhi last year, then Punjab would have been his former team. When he was playing for Punjab before that, then Chennai would have been his former team. So it's a long gone conclusion. There are no former teams. You play as long as you want to play. It doesn't matter what the signing amount is, which team you play for, and why certain teams are doing well, planning better, while other teams are not having that kind of luck going their way or is it bad planning or something things not just working it's something which one has been debating on for decades but as far as this talk show is concerned all good and memorable things eventually come to an end who knows there may be another episode there may not be another episode and this talk show the best talk show in the world has added life to the monotonous world of board podcasts.
So this ends episode number 514 on the 29th of April 2022 the final episode of April 2022 I will be back on the 2nd of May 2022 with episode number 515